0: Let's hey. my brother, was handing. Hey, fantasy, hey. It's session We talking touchdowns, reception, yeah. interceptions yeah. They got a band, and kicker, we need that correction yeah. Talking mouth, yeah. we flexin' yeah. How many of y'all you collect? Yeah. We tryna get that yeah. winning record Fantasy, It's session Fantasy, It's session Fantasy, It's session Fantasy, It's
1: session Fantasy, Yeah and we back week 14 is almost playoffs.
0: playoffs what it is hope it is what it should be welcome to another episode of fantasy in session the podcast today is december the 8th and the boys are back in town as always if you're listening to this wherever you're at make sure that you like subscribe to the podcast uh we're on the way to 200 subscribers on youtube today it's the last week before most playoffs you know what i'm saying unless you play weird playoffs like toward the end of the season <laughs> This is it. This is it. How y'all feeling, guy? How y'all feeling? Starting to get that feeling, bro. That that anxious feeling, man. I'm telling you, bro. Bro, It was weird, bro, because this is the first week where, you know, it's an 18-game season, so we had to push back the playoffs a week. Like, I'm thinking, like, it was so many times last week. I'm thinking it was the last week, bro, but, you know, I forgot that we had an extra week, but it's crazy, bro, you know. I'm doing shit like um, setting my lineups and shit. It's crazy. Yeah, like I'm, like, yeah right. I'm really like going like beyond going of over is like, really giving me anxiety. Yeah, I got you got, a, got a got a couple buys locked money up. Right. It's fucking. I mean, money. it got
1: to Yeah, I got I got like a couple of buys locked up, but I mean, it ain't playoffs yet. But for a lot of people, it's playoffs this week. Exactly. It's like it's it's like you got to set the you got to set the perfect lineup. You want to set the perfect lineup, so you going out with everything you got, you know, because you either got to buy. Or are you fighting for that fifth or sixth seed because I'm in a lot of leagues where everybody's seventy-six, eight and five, and that's nine. Play- sound
0: like uh it like. Al Michaels from Sunday Night Football. You gotta, uh, yeah. gotta get the buy.
1: lenny <laughs> <laughs> fold. No, you gotta put them up on the game. <laughs> right, sure, but hey, that's that's
0: facts, bro, bro. Like playoffs start next week, but the last couple weeks, bro, it seems like we, it's been like playoff mm-hmm. matchups. Mm-hmm. You get matched okay. up with somebody you're fighting for with a you know trying to get that buy locked up. It, anytime I play for a playoff yeah. spot, bro. Like it's 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 really the playoffs already, but you know, they officially start next week. So uh That's shout crazy. out to Boston Scott for your zero. That was cool, bro. Appreciate Thank it. Thank you, man. Boston. Shout fuck out to this, Josh, Allen. And oh, thanks, Josh Allen, we win we win you oh thanks, Josh Allen City Game. Not doing anything, bro.
1: That one hit fall, bro. So oh, 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 why not? Oh him. why why
0: why are you saying fuck out those guys? I mean, they no. just had a bad week for all fantasy players out there. So I were you, playing out you playing somebody this week? I play a, a lot of people every oh, week. Well, were you playing somebody like in a certain league or something? Like, cause you no, name uh, so many. Leagues. You name like certain players from that one uh, team. All right, shout bro, out bro, that's to Dallas Goddard. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Dallas Goddard. If you guys didn't know, me and Gay were fighting uh, for a buy. Like we just mentioned, like it was a oh playoff game God, last week. We freaking sold our entire future. To try we to beat, beat each right. other last week. I don't have like yeah, a first round pick for first. the next
1: three years, or so. So like, right? <laughs> yeah, so, hey. first for dealing, and then dealing went out. That's why hey, you stole two first we'll, for dealing. That's why that would have hurt me.
0: Hey, Jamar, you wasn't there, bro. We were talking about on Sunday. Shout out to Tonio. Shout out your to birthday. Shout out to Tonyo. Mm-hmm. Every birthday, bro. We were talking, it was like a lot of the people that was in the league that's over there. We were talking about just like demolishing the league. <laughs> yeah, of course being gay with the top two saying that shit, bro. Yeah, like yeah. We got no fucking pigs. Let's blow this shit up, boy. I think we should put it <laughs> to the vote, bro. I think we should put it to the vote. <laughs>
1: what they were saying. Yeah,
0: I mean, it wasn't it was a lot kind of moves. It. it wasn't a lot of nose. Kind of, boom, kind of boom one with it. He got in the next you know three year, so we can finesse him with, you know what I'm saying, give it compliment, uh compensate him, you know what I'm saying, with some first round picks. I'm cool with that. Nah, because man, like, I, nah man, fuck that, bro. We we need to overhaul. we need to get all the inactive owners out of there, bro. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm cool with embracing the rebuild. Like I told y'all, I mean when it was a job, cool bro. I'm rebuilding after this year, bro, because I can't just not have any picks, bro. Like, I gotta,
1: bro, I gotta who is it I gonna be? That's host. what I'm
0: saying. But who is it gonna, you know what I'm saying? Like, if we don't have shout out to anybody that wanna join the league, man. If y'all listen to this, y'all want to join
1: the league, right? Right, right. You know Hit us up at <laughs> us on Twitter. And let us know you want to join the league and we'll, we'll figure something out, man. We yeah, usually start man. a league every year. We can kind of stand you with it because we're in no, a lot of leagues. I don't want to start
0: but... no more. I think we should just, like, fix the ones we're in. I kind of uh, want to start some more. I ain't going to lie. <laughs> <God>
1: damn. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. But
1: uh, <laughs> no, all right, no, Gabe, to You don't need to do it either, okay? don't need to start no more.
0: I, the ones I started – anyway, man, they don't want to hear us talk, man. Let's get um uh, uh, moment of silence out. Uh, what Javari, go ahead. Javari, want to give it? I want to mess it up, so Javari can go ahead and tell what happened. Oh,
1: yeah, I yeah. try not to
0: put stuff like that in my spirit, but I don't be trying to read all the articles. I ain't read out, it man.
1: all, I ain't read it all, so I'm just gonna give you, you know, the outlook of it. You know, I'm in the same boat as you. You know, I'm a black mm-hmm. man, so I ain't, I ain't really trying to get all into it. But on the outside, it was just uh, you know, he was in and out of some trouble and he went and tried to get help. And, uh, and who they, he is. Uh, Glenn Foster, he was the ex, uh, ex saints, DM player. He, he got in um, police custody. And two days after that he died. And, you know, every day we give a shout out for situations like this, you know, moments of silence, you know, just to remember our, our black Kings and Queens who have fallen throughout situations. Similar to this or and, and for people who are affected directly from things like this and indirectly. So Yeah, we, we just not gonna go too much into it But we'll just give it a shout-out to Glenn Foster and everybody affected from the situation and we want to give out a second Shout-out to them and everybody
0: This Dolph Hey, let's to go. lighten the mood up, bro. Javar is one person that I do notice that if he say he's not gonna talk for a long time, he's gonna still talk for a long time. He said, Man, I ain't going, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying, do all this and all that. But you know, but meanwhile, he's still talking the whole time. For yeah, me. exactly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know how I go.
0: But let's get into what the people are here for, man. Week 14. Uh playoffs are among us. You know what I'm saying? Winter is coming. It's looking like some sad puppy dogs out there or or some anxious ones. will you know what I'm saying? But listen to the session. We'll guide you through that. Pittsburgh, Thursday night football in Minnesota in the Dome. Pittsburgh at the Minnesota Vikings. The Vikings three and a half point favorites with a 43 point over under. Uh, The starts I got for Pittsburgh, is pretty much the obvious starts. We got Najee Harris, number five uh, running back uh, in PPR leagues. He hasn't reached the end zone in the last two weeks, so his points have been a little down. But he is the number one target getter out of the backfield among all running backs in the NFL this year. Um, And the Vikings are averaging six targets per game to the running backs. Uh, since week 10, so I like him. Deontay Johnson, of course, he's a stud. I like Chase Claypool this week. Uh, hasn't scored a touchdown since week five. Only had one all year. and The volume hasn't necessarily been the problem. He's still second on the team in targets. He just has that high A dot, and we know Big Ben is not going to throw the ball as deep as often. Uh, but he is expected to see a lot of Breland this year, who's graded as a 48 um, on the year, so I do like him. Um, well, let's see. I'd like Pat five- leading Leading points leading points, here, too, bro. I also like Pat Firemuth. Uh, he didn't get into the end zone last week, also. Um, uh, the yards haven't been there. He's only been over 50 yards once this year, but he's still averaging around five to six targets a game since week six. Uh, the Vikings haven't allowed a touchdown to the uh tight end position since week 10. Um, But I still think you start him just because of the volume he's going to be expected to get out there. And I I like a lot of these dome games this week, you know what I'm saying, with the weather being changing out there. We saw how the weather affected uh, that Patriots game. That was the sickest Bill Belichick uh, car office. Three passes, bro. (laughs) That shit was crazy. Shout out to Mac Jones, bro. Started you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> did you hear Matt Judon are you started over oh no I man. didn't have no choice at that point but I mean it's not like I had like options but like shout out to you Matt Jones for sure uh, did you hear what Matt Judon said sorry to, to to you know get distracted here but he was like a, you know shout out to everybody on offense you know, you know except Mac Mac Jones you know he really didn't do nothing but hand the ball off <laughs> so, <laughs> that's, that's what he did you See when they asked yeah. the bill safeties they was like are y'all embarrassed <laughs> and got what kind of question is that? What kind of question is that? Man, come out I come here I remember that. I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> he was so salty, bro. Uh, a uh, uh, fringe player that I got. I got Big, big in. um He's been, you know, said a mm-hmm. bottom. Big Ben. Uh, he's yeah. been a, a bottom in QB two most of the year. Uh, QB twenty two on the year, but the last four weeks he's been QB sixteen. Um, He missed week 10 because of that injury, but he still has had six touchdowns the last three weeks. And the Vikings are giving up the fifth most fantasy points to the quarterback since week 10. And like I said, they're going to be in the dome. He is dealing with that pectoral injury or whatever it is, but he's practicing full today. I I normally don't like, I mean, this is never for first, um, I mean, one QB leads, but definitely for two QB leads. I like him this week. I normally don't like starting people on Thursday if I can help it, but I think Big Ben's have a good week this week, even though the, the over-under is pretty low. It's been a lot of low over-unders. I don't know if that's like Vegas adjusting to the like year or what. Yeah, I noticed that too when I was writing these games up. Um, it might be. I mean, the weather, weather is definitely an issue at this time of year, so it definitely has something to do with it, I believe. Yeah, uh, that's all I got for that side of the ball. Then we go on to the other side of the ball. Of course, we're going to start Alexander Madison. He's pretty much Dalvin Cook clone. Of course, he's going to start Justin Jefferson. I, th- I think he gets force-fed the ball now um, with uh, Thielen. He- I think he's pretty much out, right? They haven't officially ruled yeah, him out. Yeah, he they ruled him, him out. They ruled him, they ruled out, him, right. him out. Okay, so I mm-hmm. think he gets force-fed the ball. Um, I think Tyler Conklin benefits the most uh, from Thielen being out. Uh Nine targets. Oh. Bless, so you. bless you. Oh, nine targets. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey. <laughs> I've
1: never heard somebody say, uh-oh, before
0: they sneeze, bro. Here come another one. <laughs> watch out. Watch out. <laughs> uh, uh, Tyler Conklin, I do think, benefits the most from Thielen being out. Uh, nine targets last week caught seven of them for 56 yards. He didn't get into the end zone. The Steelers have been pretty tough against the tight end. The third fewest fantasy points to the position. But I think Thielen receives uh, the volume enough to pull, uh, give him a safe game to pull through. Um, Conklin? Uh, what did I say? Yeah, Conklin, my bad, bro. Uh, the sneezes threw me off. Uh, the fringes, I got I got uh, KJ Osborne, of course, with Thielen being out. Uh, he had seven targets last week, uh, and he played the most snaps he's played um, all year. Cousins has showed trust with uh, Osborne, uh, but I don't know. It's kind of like shaky with me, you know what I mean? But he could, should be on the field for more two, QB, uh, two wide receiver sets. How y'all feel about KJ?
1: Uh, I, I think a, a solid flex play. That's mm-hmm. um for this week, especially with uh, the Keenan Allen and Mike Williams news that's going through. So uh, he's going to be in a lot of lineups, and I, I think he's going to be a decent sex play. Five to six targets, he get forty to six, forty to sixty yards. That's a decent amount of flex play. If he getting a touchdown, he the man. Mm-hmm. I started in a couple is- of leagues. <laughs>
0: Kirk Cousins um I also got him as a fringe play this week, even though they did lose against the Lions. He was pretty stable. 300 yards, two touchdowns. The Steelers have had a couple injuries, you know what I'm saying, in the past. And that's why they offense I mean, the defense has been giving up a lot of points as of recent, but um what's his name? Mika Fitzpatrick came back last week. Uh TJ Watt was back. So the defense should be like at full strength again, I believe. Um don't don't quote me on that. But and they allow <clears throat> so I think that Kirk Cousins might have a little bit of a rough game. So, mm, yeah, I—I I mean, you could start him, but I—I I, I just got him as a fringe play this week. Oh, i
1: just uh-huh. been balling lately, man. Right, right, right. I best quarterback two leagues. Of course, you starting him in quarterback one leagues. I mean, he, that's he, what I mean. The quarterback one
0: leagues—that's the question.
1: He close to a top twelve play. He ain't no less than fifth a fifteen.
0: I think he had a bottom. I think he had a bottom QB one this week, maybe. Kirk Cousins or Joe Burrow against San Francisco? Joe Burrow. I don't know. I'm going Cousins. I'm going Cousins. Oh, I don't know. That defense, I'm telling you, that defense, man, I might go Burrow. Oh, yeah, I'm going to go Burrow. That defense been shit lately. I know they're That's getting They've been, they've I mean, been, they've 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 been they, injured. They? Yeah, they, look at this. Is great. everybody coming back? Yeah, I told you. Yeah. Uh, T.J. Watts was back last week, and Mick Patrick. Who did they beat last week? They beat somebody. They beat the Ravens, right? The Ravens. Yeah, yeah. They like. I shut, mean, the, shut, the, shut the Ravens Lamar, lost. Down.
1: They they didn't beat the Ravens. The Ravens lost. All right, one more: Kirk Cousins
0: or Stafford against Arizona. I like Stafford because I think
1: that'd be more of a shootout. I just can't sit my. I feel like, yeah, yeah, you started Stafford. Stafford. Stafford's been a little too consistent this year. Yeah, you started Stafford. Burrow and the Cousins was more safer, but I'm just looking at Burrow still got his weapons. Kirk Cousins doesn't. So that's why I went Burrow there.
0: Yeah, and without yeah, and without Thielen. So especially with the Steelers being back, if they shut down uh, Justin Jefferson, you know what I'm saying? And with no Dalvin Cook too. I know Alexander Madison is cool, but we'll see I still
1: like him though. Though I said like top fifteen, sixteen quarterback. Top top twelve quarterback. The last five weeks,
0: I know every week I doubt him, he proves me wrong. So, I'm, I don't, I'm not doubting him. I say he on the fridge, I didn't say sit him. But if you got a player, yeah. you know what I'm saying, smoke him if you got him. <laughs> on to the next game, we got the New Orleans Saints at the Jets. Uh, the Saints <laughs> are five point favorites with a 43 point over under. Um, we saw the Taysom Hill project last week. Uh, he's pretty much the Kanemi Coded. It wasn't pretty, but he did a 20 point job. So, how y'all feel about uh, Taysom Hill this week? Yeah, he definitely had your boy worried over here, bro, because uh, he threw, like, legit three picks in a row. I was but confused Deontay, that when he had 20 points. I was like, how the hell did he do that? Deontay Harris literally got that garbage time touchdown at the end of the game, bro. That shit was so wild, bro. Mm-hmm. I thought he was going to get pulled, bro, because, he, like, he do three picks in a row. So um, he has that little mallet finger that they were talking about. Uh, they said it's not as severe as Russell Wilson, so he is expected to play this week. And I am throwing him back out there. Uh, He's (laughs) now started five games over the last two years, and he's averaging 21 points per game and finishes a top-12 quarterback in all five of those games. Averaging over 60 rush yards and uh, has four touchdowns on the ground in those games as well. And now he gets a Jets team that's allowing 23 points per game, which is the fifth most most two quarterbacks over the last uh, five weeks. So all signs are pointing to go for uh, Taysom Hill this week. So I'm starting him. Even in one QB leagues, I guess it depends on your other options, but I think he's he's super safe as long as he keeps rushing like that. So he's a start for me. Kamara is looking like he's going to play this week. He's practicing in full now. So definitely starting him. Remember the stat we brought up last week, and it, it proved true. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Miles Sanders was doing good before he got banged up. Freaking Kenneth Gainwell had the game of his fucking career out there against the Jets. So he's a must start every week, but, you are you know, it's, it's – like DFS. RB1. Of, yeah, exactly. he has RB overall RB1 potential mm-hmm. this week. Mark Ingram, I wrote him up, but he's on the COVID list now, so he's not going to be playing this week. So I'm just going to skip past him. Even 10. more Ingram. I mean, even more tomorrow. Exactly. <clears throat> um, and, well, and Tom Montgomery should be mixed in. So I guess if you're desperate just because of the matchup with them allowing so many points to the running back, um, he, he was playing the Camaro. So I'm not sure, you know, if he's what type of role he will Play, but I don't think they're gonna have Kamara out there every snap. That's probably how he got injured the first yeah. first time. So I do expect Montgomery to uh, to be mixed in. Um, don't force him in your lineup, but you, if you're in a pinch, if you have Jonathan Taylor on by or somebody on by, and you need you know somebody mm-hmm. to you know that's going to give you some flex value, I think Tom Montgomery could do that this week. Um, not starting any of the Saints receivers. Deontay Harris was interesting, but he's suspended for three games now. Um, Traquan Smith, maybe, but I they just these guys are just too inconsistent for me to uh trust you know this close to the playoffs. So I'm gonna sit all of these guys. Um, on to the Jets side, i uh, start Elijah Moore if he plays. I know he popped up on the injury report this week with a groin injury, hmm. but if he does play, he is an automatic starter at this point since week seven. He's seventh in targets, 10th in receiving yards. Sixteenth uh, in yards per route run, and he's the number four receiver in that span, averaging 15 uh, points in half PPR scoring. So, and also the worries were pretty much laid to rest last week with Zach Wilson under center. Like we that's finally what we, um, we really needed to see was him have a good game with their QB of the future. Apparently, so um, it was good to see that. Uh, I think he's a solid wide receiver two option against the Saints, who have been kind of struggling on defense lately. They're allowing the ninth uh, most points to receivers in the last five weeks um french starters i didn't want to say this but uh just because of the matchup i gotta just say as a french start qb2 leagues maybe zach wilson did have uh his best Mm -hmm. game of the year last week completing 23 passes for over 200 yards two touchdowns and an interception also scored one on the ground and finished with uh, 21 points um and you know you think saints you think that they have a good defense but they haven't really been good at all especially against quarterbacks over the last five weeks, they're allowing the most points to the quarterback position. Uh, also giving up five rushing touchdowns to quarterback, uh to quarterbacks in that span, which is the most in the league. So not saying start him in one QB leagues, but we 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 personally play in a lot of super flex leagues. So we know how it is to you know have need that solid QB two. So if you're in a super flex league, I do think he can be started as a QB two um Tevin Coleman, if he plays, was a good start just because of the uh, volume he was getting. But he also popped up on the injury report with a concussion, so don't <clears> know throat> about throat> him anymore. But yeah, but if he does play, he's averaging over 17, or he's averaging 17 opportunities over the last two weeks with Carter injured. Uh, injured, finished as a top 30 running back in both weeks, um, and so it's clear that he's the preferred back as long as Carter is out. But the matchup is tough against uh, the Saints against running backs. They're allowing the fifth fewest points to running backs over the last five weeks. So I'm tempering expectation, but if he does play, I think he's a flex option just because of the volume that he's been seeing. So um, that's how I feel about that game. You like Todd Johnson if you don't? I don't, man. I feel like that other guy might be the guy. I think the other guy might be um, – Walton or something like that? Uh, Walter (laughs) or some shit because – so Johnson just has his role, I believe, like that. Exactly, exactly. Right I think he's area. still going to be using that passing down role. So, and he could be a very, he could be a good play because they're they're underdogs in this game. So, if they're trailing by a lot in this game, then he could be the guy. But um, I still think if you're looking for that guy that is going to get the most volume, I think it would be Walter if uh, Coleman's out. For sure. Uh, shout out to MP man. Make sure you like and subscribe, bro. Appreciate your question. Uh, you guys start in Javante or Ceh. Uh, is Melvin Gordon playing? He's practicing, so it does look like after that game Javante had last week, I would imagine that Melvin Gordon really wants to come <laughs> Yeah, I'm back, pretty yo. sure he's on the phone. Nah, that shit was crazy. He literally lived up to the hype that everybody had. Like, you For know, sure. fantasy Twitter was going crazy last week, bro. So, mm-hmm. um,
1: I seen a couple takes on Twitter that was like, Javante gonna you know, have a dud, he gonna drop. I was like, what have you not been yeah, watching? Him play That's what <laughs> clickbait right there, bro. Cause right, it's no
0: way. It's no way. Go ahead but, and answer my best. I mean, it was a possibility. It was always a possibility. I, I, I like but, yeah. I think I still like him. I think I like him over CH because CH is split in time basically exactly. with uh Darrell Williams. So I, I like, so I they're like both him, split in time, but he got um, he's going against the Lions. He's splitting time and they're gonna run the ball. Exactly. So yeah, it's Javante, definitely. Javante's oh, oh, I Mark like, at the
1: place. I, I feel like for me, Javante, if, if Melvin Gordon is back, you gotta look out look what he's been doing throughout the whole season. So I feel like he's back down to 10 or 8, 8 to 12 points, where I feel like CH has a higher ceiling. I don't really know uh Does it, yeah, I don't really know Javante Williams. Um matchup, but I, I know Clyde. He he. He's playing the
0: Lions.
1: CEH, he playing the Raiders and they lot the of third most points to running backs and he's the leading back. He played around, he got 17 touches last week and he's leading the backfield and he got the same amount as passing uh, attempts as the Real Williams. So I feel like uh, Ch has a higher ceiling than Javante Williams with Melvin Gordon back. We just got to assume Melvin Gordon is going to come back and assume his regular role. We just don't know yet, and that's how I'm looking at it. So, I know C.E.H. is the main guy in this supposed offense who has a great matchup. So, I like C.E.H. more. Yeah,
0: I I agree with what he said right here. I I just don't think they, like, see what Javante Williams – like, he's the back of the future. Melvin Gordon is just there for right now. I don't think they see what he did last week and be like, yeah, let's give Melvin Gordon some more catch.
1: But it's week 14, and it's playoffs. You need – you, you, know sure he said, you know, a make
0: break. you, said he
1: you, got you know, you know, C.H. is going to be the head guy, even if he's getting 70 percent of the touches he's going to get. You know what I'm saying? We don't we don't know what Javante's going to get. He can be back 50 50. So that's why I feel like C.H. is safer. Um And uh Amari Cooper, he has a great matchup. Washington is on, like the fifth most. Points to wide receivers. Let's get two. to that game. Let's get to that game. It, it's, to it's a lot of miles to feed. So I like CH. So Javante, Javante,
0: and then we got one for CH. Yeah. put that on the record. Cowboys at the Washington football team. Cowboys four point favorites, uh over under 48 points. Surprisingly high. Um, we got Dallas Cowboys coming back. You know what I'm saying? Mark Cooper should be back after the COVID. I think, and I think a lot of people shitted on um uh what's his name? Amar Cooper last week, but he only played like
1: 38 or
0: something like that percent of the snaps. So, mm-hmm. how do you feel about Mark Cooper this week? Like, now you can, go, you know what I mean? Uh,
1: well, Mark Cooper, uh, he played, like you said, he played around 30 percent of the snaps last week after missing two weeks with uh, COVID. Uh, he should see more work this weekend. He's worth around a start as a wide receiver three flex play with a great matchup because Washington is allowing the fifth most points to wide receivers. So I like him in the flex. Uh, Gallup targets could dip a bit with Amari Cooper back, but he's been a great player and a sportsman off offense when he's playing. And with another great matchup, you can start him in the flex. CeeDee Lamb is a start each week. He is wide receiver 16 in PPR leagues. Uh, My boy Dak Prescott, he's been up and down the past four weeks, but it's uh, he is always a must start and he will bounce back this week against Washington as they're giving up the most points to quarterbacks. Zeke, he played 64% of the running back snaps last week and got got 15 touches, but he didn't produce much in fantasy. He totaled 77 all-purpose yards and only scored three times since week six. So I, uh, I think it's time we come around on Zeke. This week, he's going against Washington in our line, the 14th, fewest points to running back. At this moment in time, Zeke is a TD dependent flex play moving forward. He, since week six, he have not got over 77 all purpose yards, bro. We got to kind of light, and it's time for the playoffs. Zeke is just a flex play right now. Pollard has averaged. 12.5 points in PPR leagues in the last four games while all, only playing less than 42% of running back snaps. It's only a matter of time for you to take over, bro. He is a dog. Uh, Paula has been one a playmaker for this team and a, and a passing threat for the Cowboys. Even in this matchup, he is worth the flex play because he's just been coming through, and with all the injuries and the buys, somebody's going to be playing with him. He, he is a decent flex play, even with this matchup. Schultz is averaging a healthy six targets this whole season, but the range of outcomes has been volatile playing a, a alongside these wide receivers. Nevertheless, he is a streaming option against Washington, who are allowing the 15th most fused points to tight ends, but due to this offensive offense and the tight end land is so dead, I understand if he's starting him because I am. Y'all got anything for that side of the ball?
0: Now, nah, Carlos was right last week about Schultz,
1: <clears throat> yeah.
0: And I just, uh, just uh, I'm still starting, uh, Dak, but just talking about Washington's defense, this is what, like, especially towards the end of the year, I like to look at uh, last like five weeks or six weeks compared mm-hmm. to the whole year because they actually like, have a uh, interesting man. case, bro. Like, they lost Chase Young and they actually got better you know, on defense over the last few weeks. So, they were allowing, like, if you look at the whole year, they're allowing the, the most points to quarterbacks. Well, over the last six weeks, they're only allowing the 11th most. So, still a plus matchup, but it's not as easy. Like, teams are not able to pick on the football team as, as much as they are. So, um, still starting them, but just being, you know, we're aware of, it's not super cake matchup anymore. When they trading their name to the Red Raiders? <laughs> I don't know, bro. They might just stick with the football team, I feel like, at this point. That shit kind of swaggy. Yeah, I fucks with it. Um
1: on to, that side. on to the other side of the ball We got Taylor Heineke, man He has been playing well lately Averaging 20 points in the last four games The Cowboys are middle in the pack Two points, allowed two quarterbacks Therefore, he is a decent streamer option In quarterback one leagues And a starting quarterback two leagues this week On to the running back Man, Antonio Gibson Is finally coming through I've seen a lot of should we trade him now Should we not trade him and if you held on, he has been coming through in the last four games. He has got no less than nineteen touches. He had one dead game against Carolina when he scored eight points. But other than that, he's averaging around twenty-two points or higher in PPR leagues. He is a must-start from uh, until McKissick comes back. So of course, McKissick's going to eat into his work. I don't know. Hopefully, coach staff will be like, "Man, this man's mustard. Let's feed him the ball. We've been winning when we're feeding the ball." But we don't know. Whenever McKissick come back. Just watch out for that. That could hurt him a little bit. But when is he coming back? What's, is he practicing this week? McKissick. McKissick is... I don't think he look like it. The way they took him out, I don't think he's coming back, bro. They say he back to practice. There's not... Yeah, I think the out. injury was a little scarier than it,
0: than it really was. Stop, it these football players be on like that fucking... Like, what's the shit that Wakanda man be on? The vibranium? Mm-hmm. Yes, bro. Like How the fuck do you get carried out on the stretcher with your face mask off and like that should be looking so scary. I mean, like, you know, and he's you're you're just like, back at practice. The back next week. at practice, bro. Like, what's up, guys? I <laughs> just seen that. I just, I just seen you. Yeah,
1: he he, wild. back in practice and with McKissick out. Um, is averaging six targets per game. So with McKissick in, that he gonna hurt, hurt into there and they could bump Gibson down That's a few points. Way. But he a must start. But McKissick is practiced in week. He have not been clear yet, so look out for that. Still starting Gibson for sure. McKissick, I wouldn't start him just yet. Terry McLaurin has had two bad weeks in a row, scoring less than 10 points in both. He is a must start against the Cowboys as they're allowing the eighth most points to wide receivers. Uh, just look out for Curtis Samuels. He is a dynamic player who has been working himself back from a groin injury This team is not healthy right now, losing Logan Thomas. No other player stepping up, working McKissick back. So Samuel should be somebody you're watching or have on your bench for a playoff team because uh, they're going to throw the ball to somebody and he may come through if healthy. So, you know, just pick him up and hold, not a play. Uh, Rick Seals-Jones is stepping in for the injured Logan Thomas for the rest of the year. He averaged 10.5 points on six targets per game. While uh, Logan Thomas was out in uh, tight end premium PPR leagues, he is worth a start in all leagues for the rest of the season with a decent matchup. He plays Dallas and Philly twice throughout the playoffs. So I I like him moving down the stretch at tight end or at at a flex in tight end premium leagues. Uh, that's, That's pretty much what I got for that side.
0: Over under with J D McKissick being out, thirty five plus touches versus the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Shout out to MP. He said that he the Cowboy killer. AP, uh, AP is. Oh, I don't up? know. About, I'm There's taking the under on that, but yeah, uh, he, he. I can definitely see like twenty five mm-hmm. opportunities mm-hmm. for him. Um, yeah, if you remember last year on Thanksgiving, they played the Cowboys, and that's when he had like his breakout game. Yeah, so like 200 yards, yeah, he definitely can, uh, definitely can have a great game. I'm expecting him to have a great game. 36, though, that might be a 36. little overkill, bro. Yeah, like he, he said he did it. He said he coming, he said, he gives it. I gotta fact check that. 30, boy, 30, last, 30 week, last week, year, yeah, last, last,
1: week last week he ran about twenty nine times and caught about seven times. That's what I'm saying yeah, right yeah, there in yeah, PPR league. So I had to relax. What boy? boy
0: Goddamn! Yeah, I know and, it's working, but what? <laughs> <and>, uh, <laughs> that's scary, MC, bro.
1: MP, scary, but boy. I'm just saying, MP. Like you, you, you saying you're not worried about his receptions? But that's where he been eating at the last two weeks. He has seven receptions for thirty five yards And PPR like league, That's seven points. And I don't know about 35. Least, 35 is high. I, I'll take the 30. I'll take the 30, though. Yeah, but I still think Gibson is fine. I just think his ceiling is not as high yeah, as it has been that. without McKissick there. Yeah, we ain't talking about nothing. We just talking. Okay. Uh,
0: Long Brad's been kind of. Yeah, he's been kind of. That's, that's, that's the one. one. He's either winning you a week or, like, just sinking like, you, bro. Like, like 58, boy. 41, 7, 35, 59, I think, 5, I think he, 63, 51, 4. Like, bro, it's literally, like, top. Freaking seven or, like, not startable? And one more thing I was thinking about when you – they are in the playoff chase, one. And the other mm-hmm. thing I was thinking about when you um, were talking is that it's going to be a lot of these teams with, like, bad quarterbacks. They're still going to have these same quarterbacks going into this year. It's not that many quarterbacks, like, in the draft. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's coming out this year. That's that's crazy. That's a couple crazy. free agents, but, you know, I don't yeah. think they're – any of them talking about going to Washington. Yeah. So I think Tyler, I think the, the chances of Tyler be being in there next year is very high. I think so, yeah. Especially when I think he's that's like I it. think that's what they know too. That's why they said, fuck it, let's let him play because if it's not back yet? He gotta be back. Nah, back. he had some type of surgery just back. recently. So he's he's uh-huh. out for the year. All right, um, on to the next game. We got Atlanta, the dirty birds at the Panthers. We still are like underdogs uh to the two and a half point favorite Carolina Panthers with an over-under 42 and a half points. This is even after Cam having an ass of a week last week, like literally the worst week ever seen. And like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and they still like doubting us. But whatever. Um, I got him as a free. They got a D line. We ain't got no O line. They got defense. Yeah, they
1: right. got defense. Right. Yeah. Matt ain't still- got no time. <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> Why are you saying like that? <laughs> Man ain't
1: no time. I'm not saying he ain't gonna have no time. Are you see, that's a big fact. Did you play Matt? is trash. I'm like, bro. If you still think
0: no I've been saying that this whole year, but I mean, man, Jamar, you ain't believe that you've been talking about he's sorry too. I ain't anyway, saying sorry,
1: you talking about he's a top he 12 is. quarterback in the league right now. And I'm like, bro, yo, chill. If you see I ain't it say he was, was pocket, I'm just bro. not agreeing <laughs> on that. Matt is cool. Like, if Matt was in Indiana, he'll be eating just like Wes is. You know, that's just it. That's just but the that's man. the
0: thing for players like Matt Ryan, they need everything around them to be good for them no, they the just team. need like time in the pocket. It's not well, like no, just, they, well, that's part of the, the equation, bro. Like, you, you see, I think like he could Brees do it with the when he best was wide receivers, though. Brees are always players had, that elevate their team. they've always had offensive line with bro. they've always had good offense. That if all of them teams, they might not have had wide receivers, but they had top five offensive lines, they've never had, they've never been a fucking ass offensive line, and I guess he just line. has the worst luck out of all, though. He does. He'd be having like a, a fucking bottom five offensive line I'm done making excuses year. for this guy, man. I was. I was. No, one of those guys. No, I'm not Matt man. Ryan is
1: a decent quarterback. A good quarterback. He is, bro, like, but he needs he just,
0: everything around him to be perfect for him to be good, bro. But uh-huh. let where a set for uh,
1: he, This he, is not a Falcons podcast, bro. <laughs> I don't think that's a Matt Ryan go to Denver. He, he a new man. Real talk. If you go to Denver, he a new man. A lot of weapons. and Right. He got a decent O-line. Everything to work for He a new man in Denver. He we can need go a lower to
0: quarterback in the Miami. He get, he get, he just needs to go somewhere with a top worse off. I mean, I didn't mean, right. to say that. was no, top in my head. He needs right. to go You're to a top 15, Miami, 15 offensive line in the league. And he'll be a great quarterback. Uh, anyway, but that's what we were supposed to be. That's why we drafted the never mind. It's not a Falcon Podcast. Anyway, Cam Newton, like I said, man, I got him as a fringe player, even though um he put up that ass of a week throwing uh five completions out of 21 attempts last week uh he was only able to get five yards on the ground that's the that's the scary part to me when I think about all that the 21 attempts is like I never I always think Cam Newton arm his ass like for many of years now I've been saying the same thing um but he just been surviving on that running shit like especially in New England he was scoring all the goal line touchdowns but um he only had like five yards last week that's alarming um, he looks washed up there to me, but Atlanta is bleeding fantasy points to the quarterback over the last four weeks. They're third in the NFL, but that's because people throw against us. And if Cam Newton is going can't throw against us, then I don't know. Um, but you know, he always has that rushing upside. Um, the Falcons have only allowed 38 yards to the rushing, um, uh, 38 yards rushing to the quarterback, uh, since week 10. So, oh no, man, we're gonna see what he do. Uh, but I got to get the rushing quarterbacks all the year. Yeah, yeah, they, Jalen. Hurts. And an, yeah. Another thing, they, another thing just they, before yeah. you move on, they did fire the offensive coordinator, and I believe yeah. one of the reasons for that is because Cam Newton had five rushing yards. Like, you're not about to bring Cam Newton in here for five rushing yards, bro. Like, 21 and 10, but they was gonna add yeah, it's me, not gonna though. work. Um, a sit, of course, I got Robbie Uh Anderson, like you mentioned, that they did have the, the new offensive coordinator come in, um, but he's not trustworthy right now. Robbie Anderson could turn out to be a guy, but we don't know that. DJ Moore, I do like him. Uh, Nothing flashy, but he's been decent wide receiver 18 on the year. Even with the struggling Cam Newton, he's still like the number one target getter. Um, Last week, he got 10 targets out of the 21. Um, so I do like him. He does have a, a bad matchup this week against A.J. Terrell. You know what I'm saying? One of the best cornerbacks in the league, played for the Falcons. PFF got him ranked up there, giving up a fifty uh, less than 50% catch rate on the year. Um, so that's just a little red flag about him, but I still like him as this week. Um, starts, I got Trooper Hubbard. Um, he's just – uh, a lesser version of cmc but you got to start him way yeah. lesser, way lesser. <laughs> <laughs> two, touch, two right. touchdowns only 100 yard game in the six weeks when he was a starter so it's just it's, it's not really good but he did have a healthy 82 yards and he scored the last time that he did play the falcons so i do like him the falcons giving up the ninth most fantasy points uh to the running back since week 10 another fringe player i got i don't know if i mentioned him already is um Amir Abdullah, uh, they looked like they wanted to get him involved, like right when Chuba, Chuba Hubbard started to be looking like ass toward the end of that like six week streak. You know what I mean? Before, right before CMC came back, they were involving uh, Abdullah a lot more. He was getting a lot more of the touches. I do expect Chuba Hubbard to lead the backfield, but um, I, I'm willing. I gotta take I, like Amari, uh, whatever his name is. Abdullah is in my lineup a lot for somehow I don't know how that happened. Um, probably because I got so much CMC, but. Yeah, I think I think he I think I'll take a stab on him against this soft Russian defense uh against the Falcons. I think he gets into the end zone. Yeah, the Falcons are allowing the second most receptions and the most receiving yards to running backs over the last 5 weeks, so he could definitely be a sneaky play this week. Uh,
1: I guess I like it in daily.
0: On the other side of the ball, I mean, the running back situation is crazy right now. On the other side of the ball, we got um the only like Locked in well, it's two locked in loaded starts. So I got um Cordell Patterson, of course, not, not much to say about him. He the Falcons go as Cordell Patterson goes. So, if Cordell Patterson have a bad day, the Falcons go have a bad day, and so I they don't see that happening. Um, in week eight, he did play 60 percent of the snaps, that's the most he's played all season. Uh, he finished with 14 touches, 72 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, he's had only under uh, he's only had two games under double digit PPR points this whole season. Um, and the first game was the first game of the season when he wasn't the Cordell Patterson yet. Um, The other uh, locked and loaded start I got, um, I'm going to take a victory lap moment, is Russell Gage, man. You know what I'm saying? He's been pretty decent over the last four weeks. He's had 30 targets, uh, making him the 11th most targeted wide receiver in that span. He's pretty much the number one wide receiver cap really being out. Um, He's only found the end zone uh, once but he has had two double-digit points in that span, so I do like him. Uh, He did see zero uh, targets that first matchup. That was pretty gross, but I don't see that happening again. Uh, Hartsfield, who he matched up in the slot most of the day against, he's allowing a 73% catch rate. So I I like him as a flex wide receiver this week. Um, A fringe play, I got Kyle Pitts. I know he – like a yeah, lot you of start you. Know, him, bro. You
1: start him if you
0: got him I don't think like I don't even think you would like it's have starting gets to against get, against to, the get to the point where it's not no must start with him, bro. Yeah, I it's... don't think you have to at this point. I'll start Tyler Conklin over Tyler Cal this week. At it, I'm I'll i still start him over Conklin. It's, at the I end of the day, not. I feel like I'll still start him just because he gave us a taste of that freaking upside he has, bro. But I feel like it's like, you don't it. want to like risk that happening again. But it's it's not it's not if you need regular if, regular if you regular needed a win, regular win this week and against the pair, uh hold on, I'll go through my spiel. Uh, and
1: also, why why hasn't
0: reached to... the end zone since week five. The volume, you know what I'm saying? Like we mentioned, hasn't been the problem. He's only had uh less than seven targets twice this year. So I think the regression will hit eventually, but it'll probably be next year. I don't think it'll be it's be just like the this. red zone usage, like use use not get, we're not getting to, to the, the red zone. Red zone. We Don't get to the red use zone him more until we get to the red zone and then use him when you get there. Like, they're not you, man. I and if y'all remember, Kyle Pitt, when we played the Panthers the first time, uh, was uh, with Stephen Gilmore uh, pretty much locked up Kyle Pitts, so they have a mm-hmm. recipe on stopping Kyle Pitts also. Um, so I, I like Tyler Conklin over him this week, so I don't I don't think well, hopefully they focus more on Russell Gage. So, <laughs> yeah, i just <was> about <laughs> we'll to say, you've uh, balling uh, Panthers if you're listening, Gage is our number one, and Pitts mm-hmm. is not. So,
1: I mean, if 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 Gage come out and produce this week, bro, he'll he a good flex play moving forward. No,
0: he is. That's what I'm saying. Like. He's a good play. I think he's a good flex play now, bro. He had 13 targets last week, bro. He yeah, that was like, last week. But you know the, I'm saying he had seven, he said what he had nine he, targets he,
1: the week before that. He's if we do it there. this week, he's doing it against a good defense. That's all I'm saying. Like, well, we don't play hey. good defenses. Mm, not, not really. really. That was, last week was a good matchup, and the week before that yeah, was but, okay. we played Jags the week yeah. before, so yeah. All right, so. You got anybody else on the Falcons? No, I'm sitting at Ryan. (laughs) Facts. I always sit at Ryan right now, bro. This is ugly. She.
0: He had seven, he had eight, seven, and 13 in the last three weeks. Yeah, They've been feeding him, bro. They finally realized that's better than, than most of the other wide receivers out there. Yeah, yeah, he's the best, best receiver that we have. And with them sh- shutting down pits every game, like he's they have to yeah, go bro. throw to somebody, you have to man. throw he's to somebody. Bro. It's not gonna be fucking I like it. It. fucking sharp. Um, fucking hate that guy. Uh, anyway, uh, the Jags play the fucking uh, the Jags play the Titans. Uh, what's the, let me get an over under for that game. You got over under, uh, It's an eight-point favorite Titans with an over under 43 and a half points, another low-scoring game. Um how you feel about the 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 title, the Trevor Lawrence experience. Uh it's never craving all. over him over the offseason pause. I get it all this week. But to be fair, all the rookie quarterbacks ain't been doing shit this year, bro. Um, so I'm not I'm not willing to throw in a towel yet on him. It's just his rookie year. Doesn't really have a competent coach like that either. So um still still great dynasty hold but you know he's in redraft he is definitely a sit for me um since returning from their bye in week eight he's the 23rd ranked quarterback averaging a measly 10 points per game gross um hasn't had a multiple multi-touchdown game since week one gross um titans are pretty um you know they're allowing the six most points to quarterbacks over the last five weeks so maybe in qb2 leagues but it's still a question in those leagues, but I'm not even like considering him in one QB leagues. He is off my radar. He's not even on my team in one QB league. So don't like uh Trevor Lawrence in, you know, for one QB leagues. Uh James Robinson, he is a start for me. Um did, you know, a little little worried at the last week with him getting benched at their fumbling. Um, I know uh the coach came out and said Urban Meyer came out and said it was injury related. But he came in like at the end of the game and it's like no way that you're going to if your guy's really injured, bro, you're not gonna put him in at the end of the game. And Robinson oh, even dude. came out and said he felt like he was benched, bro. So um he got benched last week because he fumbled. So but if you He'll take away that, that,
1: Urban is out of there, bro. They I'm telling you, he's so weird, That's bro. Wild, He'll probably
0: man. come back with Avengers this week, bro. I got a James Robinson Revenge Week and,
1: and and yeah. it just seemed like Jacksonville, they just trying to get like if you do something good at the college around there, you you know they just want to sell tickets. Come to, it's you know, so I don't weird. know. Bro. Shut up, know. Home, my bro. bad, my bad, my bad. Are no, you good?
0: But you know, not including last week. Um, if you look at the uh previous three or I think it was three weeks he averaged 18 opportunities per game um finished 18th or better in all three of those games and he's also hit that mark in seven of 11 games this year so he's basically their entire offense at this point again he was last year and he's pretty much doing it again this year with trevor lawrence playing like shit so it's gonna be i feel like it's hard to see him not returning to the work hold that we were accustomed, accustomed for him to get um throughout the year before he got benched so um, definitely starting him. Matchup is tough, but if he does return to that uh, usual workload, then I think he'll be uh, fine. And I, I have him now as like a RB two this week. Um, and that is it. I'm not touching the Jaguar receivers. It's basically a roulette when you um, think about who's going to be the leader, the leader in targets, especially since Dan Arnold is hurt for the year now. Um, one week is Barbara Jones. One week is Chanel. One week it's Treadwell of all people. So. Your guess is as good as mine, and so I'm staying away from all of these guys. On the other side, uh, Ryan Tannehill, he's a sit for me. Um, Julio was activated off IR, so his his weapons are starting to return. Um, Problem is that Julio has been a shell of himself all year, so I'm not sure how much is going to help Tannehill. Um, Over his last four games, Tannehill, he's only finished as a QB1 once, and he's finished 17th or worse in the other three games. and Jaguars has been pretty solid against QBs over the last five weeks. They're allowing the eighth-fewest points to the position. So two QB leagues, again, I'm, I'm cool with it. But one QB leagues, I'm looking for other options. Um, Yeah, so that's how I feel about that. Dontrell Hilliard, he did have a good game in Week 12 against the Patriots before they went on by. But I am worried about him this week. Um, he's the He was operating as a primary pass catcher running back. He ran 52 routes in those two games that uh, – um McNichols missed um but he's coming back this or he's expected to come back this week so I'm not sure if McNichols is going to slide back into that role or if they're going to like split that pass catching role so I would sit both this week just to see how it plays out and the Titans are heavy favorites this week so they might not need to throw much anyway they're eight point favorites at home so um I'm sitting both him and um uh, McNichols if he's choose uh, one bro
1: happy. you gotta choose one people got a lot nope. of people out
0: Deontay Foreman is the guy I will go with. He did have his best game of the year. Can I finish, please? (laughs) Uh, He did have his best game of the year against New England before going on bye. He had 20 opportunities and had 112 scrimmage yards. Jaguars are allowing the seventh fewest points to running backs over the last five weeks, so it's not an easy matchup. But I am, y'all know, I'm a big fan of running backs that are home favorites. So with them being eight-point home favorites, then I think he's in the flex conversation this week. No, I Um, didn't know that, Carlos. Tell me more. Oh, you didn't know that? Yeah, yeah. Big yeah, big <laughs> of, uh my home favorites. I've been saying it for the last three years. You want to listen to them, motherfucker? Oh, my bad. Uh so anyway, Julio yeah. Jones, if he does play, hasn't done much this year, mm-hmm. but he should see the volume. Um if he does come back, uh, with AJ Brown still on IR. Mm-hmm. Jaguars have been stout against pretty much every position except wide receivers over the last five games, allowing the second most points to receivers in that span. Um, I am fine waiting to see just how healthy he is before starting him, because that hamstring could could give him problems again. He can go out and, you know, be done for the year or whatever. But if you do need to have, you know, like a low-end wide receiver two, high-end wide receiver three, I am um, fine starting uh, Julio because of the matchup and the volume that I'm expecting for him to see. So, and that's all I got for that game. Please, Julio. um, (laughs) uh, That's all I got to you. On to the next Uh, one. I think
1: uh, with with – uh, just one more with uh, I th- I think you can start Hillary in flex. He's seen twelve attempts last week, and they should be up again. So even if he doesn't get work in the pass game, he still got a lot of work on the um in the rushing end. That was without McNichols though. True. Oh no, it'd be game. hard. He was too much uncertainty. Crazy. I guess. And you. I think the just, only see, reason he Dancy had one Forman big play though, though. Down game okay. was
0: because of the Patriots. They played the Patriots too, so I, I like Dante Foreman. Yeah. Uh, the Chiefs are nine-point favorites at home against the Raiders with a 48-point over-under. Uh, we got Paddy Mahomes coming back to Patty Mahomes type things. How do you feel about him this week?
1: Patty Mahomes, man, you already know what you're going to do with Pat, man, but he hasn't scored more than 20 points uh, twice. I mean, he hasn't scored more than 20 points twice since week four, but he's still quarterback six on the year. Uh, you still starting Pat through this rough uh, stretch with the Raiders allowing the 13 fewest points to quarterbacks. So you know you're still throwing Pat out there. He can just come back and become himself at any moment. Um, Clyde uh, Edwards Hilaire he returned last week was the primary early down back and caught the same amount of passes out of the backfield as Darrell Williams. He totaled 17 touches for nine points in PPR leagues. He is a must-start as a running back, two against the Raiders who are allowing the third most points to running backs in PPR leagues. Um Tyreek Hill, he is always a must start, but temper expectations against a stingy Raiders defense. The rest, uh, the rest of the wide receivers are desperate flex plays that the Raiders are allowing the sixth fewest points to wide receivers all year. Travis Kelsey is a tight end, one on a year and a must start each week. Uh, and the Raiders are allowing the fourth most points to tight ends this year, so he should eat. Uh, that's pretty much on that side. ball On the other side, we got Derek Carr, who is surprisingly quarterback 14 on the year and has attempted at least 35 passes in four of his five last games. So that's a lot of opportunities for Carr to get points. Carr is a start in all formats against the Chiefs, who are allowing the eighth most points to quarterbacks. But but temper expectations, uh, the Chiefs' defense have been playing a hell of a lot better lately, Uh, but... Brad's throwing the ball 35 times per game in the last four to five times. I, I can't leave it on my bench if unless you got, like, Pat Mahomes or a top 10 play. Uh, moving on to the other side of the ball, we got Josh – I mean, moving on to the running back, we got Josh Jacobs, who is a must start down the stretch. Uh, he's seen at least 22 touches in the last two games. Um, it should be another productive week for Jacobs as the Chiefs are allowing the 14th most points to running backs On to the wide receivers. Hunter Winfro is the only wide receiver you start uh, each week. He has seen around nine targets per game since week seven. With Waller out, he should see more targets. And the rest of the wide receivers on the team are desperate flex plays as the Chiefs are allowing the ninth fewest points to wide receivers. And that's pretty much it. That was real quick. Man, I yeah, I I just, just heads
0: up. I'm, I'm never tempering expectations if I have Hill. Just putting that out there. It he can has happen, been, been like a little... Yeah. Every game. <laughs> yeah, he has he been, like, been like a little fucking like, you know what I mean? Like not Tyreek. I think that's game. more so of the, the way that they're playing now. Like they are not too, taking those deep shots down the field anymore. More. They're playing good defense. And they are like just dinking and dunking their way down the field. Like... Patrick Holmes is still Pat, so he's going to convert on these third down conversions more times than not. So mm-hmm. I think that's more of the cause than you know just him. But I think other teams playing together is out of cause too. Like they're not like a lot of teams playing that cover two shell against. Yeah, them. that's what I'm saying. So they're taking what the defense oh, yeah, is giving yeah, yeah. them. They're playing geek sure, dunk. Sure. You know what I mean? For sure. Um, on to the last game of the episode. We got the seven-and-a-half-point favorite Seattle Seahawks at the Houston Texans with an over-under 41-and-a-half points. Uh, Seattle, I got Russell Wilson. Uh, Pete Carroll kind of let him cook last week. Uh, Thirty Threw the ball 37 times. It's the most he's thrown all year. Uh, completed 30 of them for 231 yards and two touchdowns. Really efficient, pretty much like Russell Wilson. Uh, and he rushed for another 15 yards, so that was always a good thing. Uh, Houston, believe it or not, is giving up the third-fewest um points fantasy points to the quarterback position over the uh, last what since week 10 um but that's pr- primarily due to a lot of teams just running the ball down houston's throat uh not necessarily due to them being good i just fear that pete carroll you know what i'm saying loves to run the ball and alexander i mean alex collins is expected to be back so it might be one of those games where russell just sizzles again instead of cooks um speaking of the running backs i like um Rashard Penny, he looked good last week, but Alex Collins is expected to be back. He did miss last abdomen, abdomen injury, um, but neither of them has been really effective on the ground. So I don't really know why P.K. Carroll keeps trying to run the ball as much as he does. You would think like they're doing good on the ground, but they're not. Um, Houston is allowing the 11th most fancy points to the running back position, though. So if Collins is named a starter, I do like him as a, um, you know, saying just a, Got to throw in there running back just because of the yeah. volume he's going to get. But I, I think uh, Penny, you know, what I'm saying, has a little upside. He, if you look, he has like I think it was like two biggest. One is supposed to play, not two. You forgot about you know Adrian
1: Peterson. Adrian Peterson, there. yeah. I'm, I'm uh, trying, yeah, trying to stay yeah. away. I, I got him on my all sits. of
0: Those guys. I'm,
1: I'm trying, trying to, to stay away right you. now. And Pete Carroll, they got to run the football because their O line is not good enough to block for Russell Wilson to pass the football.
0: Uh DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. Of course, he's gonna start both of them. Um, DK hasn't scored since week five, but he's still getting that volume you would expect. Uh minus the week 12 game where he only had four targets. He's um still, you know what I'm saying, heavily targeted around seven to eight targets a week. Uh, they both have a decent matchup this week. Uh so they hopefully should be able to take advantage of it if they let Russell Wilson throw. Um, a fringe player I got is uh Gerald Everett has been. Getting a consistent amount of volume, uh, target second.
1: Horrible game last week, bro. Did you watch it? He had like a fumble, fumble. INT. He had like two INTs because of him, so three turnovers because of him. Why the fuck did you just get two fumbles? Oh, so yeah, like three turnovers. Because he has
0: Gerald Everett,
1: He's right? Like, right, and one horrible. God damn! I trade. I, I traded tra- 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 Everett, but I do got him yeah. in, in one league. But. Yeah, he
0: remember? I don't know. And we'll just. I know we're not trying to tell the secret or anything like this, but oh yeah, I had him as Javar- a sleeper. Oh, okay. You know, I like
1: yeah, I stick with my guns. I had him as a sleeper. Who did we have?
0: I remember. Anyway, man, I got him as a, a French play this week. Like Javar said, he had an ass week last week, Um, but he is. Uh, since week 10 tied uh amongst tight ends um in targets uh tied second uh, amongst tight ends and targets with gronk um so he's getting the volume he just uh has scored one time and he like he said dropped that touchdown last week uh Texas have been pretty solid against defending tight ends but that volume is hard to really deny so uh, how do you feel about Gerald everett Gerald, now, I'm not like Kyle Pitts, like, like uh, Gerald Everett over Kyle Pitts. I'm like not that crazy about Kyle Pitts because I still like Kyle Pitts over him, even though Gerald, I
1: mean, some getting, people are
0: getting more volume. You'll uh, start him over Kyle Pitts. I'm
1: no, I said some no. people gonna start him no, with no. injuries and uh, all, sure, not over but Kyle yeah. Pitts, but yeah, Gerald Everett or Evan
0: Ingram. I like Evan Ingram. Evan Ingram. been. Like, yeah, I feel like he like, got
1: a, he got a third string quarterback. I feel like he gonna ha- he gonna get some targets just because yeah. he gonna be closest to the line of scrimmage. But he got the
0: third string, cor- third, third string quarterback. Boy, I like Evan Ingram.
1: No, I ain't saying I like. Him, I know it like, sounds
0: it sounds crazy, but you bro, know he gonna get bro. targets, bro. Like I don't think he's gonna try to throw the ball down the field. Yeah.
1: Right, Jake no, Fromm, right. Jake Fromm. Right.
0: Don't shout out to you. Right, y'all seen
1: Jake Fromm? Yeah, y'all, y'all like him. I mean, uh, no, we don't.
0: No, no, we don't. Gerald Everett or Ricky Stills Jones. Ricky
1: Sills, John, for Jones. sure. Yeah same. Conklin, yeah, same. Conklin, yeah, Conklin for sure, Conklin, too. Conklin, am Conklin, I? Yeah. All right,
0: yeah, so he is uh, what he is. On to the other side of the ball, pretty much the only person you don't think about starting is Brandon Cooks. Uh, He hasn't produced much as of late, but he's still the number one receiver out there in Houston. Um, I actually think he benefits more. Um, I tweeted this out. I think he benefits more from Davis Mills being the starter again because Mills is pretty much – locked on to Brandon Cooks, you know what I'm saying? It's Brandon Cooks or nobody. And I like that. Uh through weeks two through eight, uh, where Davis uh was the starting quarterback, he's tied for sixth in targets in the NFL. He was the wide receiver 19. Then through weeks eight through thirteen with Tyler, I um, mean Tyrod Taylor came back. He was the 20th wide receiver in uh targets and the wide receiver 30. So I like the Davis Mills effect. Um he could actually solve the world's problems. So Thank God, Davis Mills is back and you sit everybody else. I
1: agree. Yeah, pretty much it. That's that's wild. Yeah, at this point of the year, certain teams are just so easy
0: to cover, man. Like you mm-hmm. starting this one or two players and moving on. Next week is gonna be even better because, like, if, you, if you're if you in the playoffs, you probably don't have like half of those ass ass. Yeah, exactly. So you don't have to, yeah, for sure. But, um, yeah, man, that's the end of this episode. Damn, we got out of here in an hour. That's what's up. Uh, noise be on the lookout part two Friday. Same bad time, same bad channel. Uh, Thursday night football. Who is it? I just we got game. the Steelers and the Vikings. I, right, oh, this is ooh, that's gonna be a good one. Yeah. Who you got?
1: Vikings, they gotta with, pull it together. At the last right. Vikings,
0: need a win too. They need one bad. Yeah, I'm going with the Vikings. I got Steelers. Now fuck that. I'm going with the Steelers. Yeah, I was. I got the Steelers. That yeah, defense. they got, got all Steelers.
1: their weapons Man. healthy. The defense back. You're right, Steelers. You're right.
0: All three nah, we can all go with the Vikings. Yeah. Damn, I was trying to, to be the Vikings now. Ball. I'm going with the Vikings yeah. now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm still <feel like> going Steelers though. <so>. Um, <laughs> unless y'all got some else, I think that's it for me. Make sure you take your Thursday night players out of the flex. Oh, and shout, shout out to, to um, tomorrow. Everybody uh, that made the playoffs in the session takeover, mm-hmm. I think everybody Shoot. but Carlos did. Know. God damn it. That's bro, Murray did. literally yeah. sunk my team, bro. I Calum was literally. Lee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, top yeah. Two the whole year. Mm. The whole year. And I lost last week and it bumped me down to four, bro. Yeah, I seen that. I seen that because you I had the like, buy last start. week. So I was like, bro, what the hell, man? Mm. Oh, well. Uh, shout out to all the pay- people that uh, participated <laughs> you know what I mean shout out to everybody uh, shout out to the cause that we donate to I'm not gonna lie I forgot it off the top of my head right now but also if you didn't get in this year man make sure we uh, get in next year we're gonna be bigger and better Blah! let me find the outro
1: peace we out see you in a couple of days